Good morning, rock stars. How are we? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. I'm just going to give you guys a little bit of a chance to come on down and celebrate. I've got my coffee. So here's, here's the interesting thing. I have, as some of you will know, I've talked about it pretty openly, um, saying I have gone vegan for the, well, kind of for the foreseeable future actually, but specifically, definitely for the last, um, oh, for, for two months. So we're, we're third week in and coffee is, out. I mean, I haven't drunk milk in a coffee in, in years. As you're coming in, welcome to, welcome to Friday. Come on in and celebrate. Tell me what's awesome and amazing and, and fabulous about your week. Um, what's been a really cool insight or something that's really amazing that you've, um, that you've achieved. So anyway, back to the vegan story. The food is really amazing. I've been so pleasantly surprised, you guys. I don't know why I had this idea that, that um, it would not be fabulous and awesome. I am becoming accustomed to black coffee. Um, I haven't drunk milk in my coffee for probably five years, I think, or maybe four years. And I've been doing like, I'll have almond lattes and macadamia lattes and stuff like that. But black coffee is a bit of a different thing. So we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. It's not completely hideous. So that's a good thing. My hands are cold. So I had to hold my mug. So what I wanted to talk with you about today, good morning, hello, as you're coming in, please say hello to me. Let me know that you can hear me. Let me know that, you, that you're here. That would be really, really nice. Really nice. I would very much appreciate it. It would make me very happy. It would actually make my Friday. And I know it's not about me, but that would make me really, really happy. So uh, what I really wanted to talk with you about today actually is not about the coffee and the vegan thing, although that is like really amazing and I'm really appreciating. Actually, it's really funny um, the the amount of messages and, and comments that people are making to let me know, you know, that yeah, you know, keep going and that, that they've made these same decisions as well. It's really, really interesting. Yes, high octane coffee all the way. Well, you know what? I love it with almond milk, um, and I really love the macadamia milk. But the we're getting there. It's an acquired taste, I think. This black coffee, same as transitioning when I transitioned to soy years ago. It took me a while to kind of be okay with that and get that get that in me and be all right with it. Um, but that is by the by. So some things that have become very apparent through conversations with people over the last week and a half and um, and for myself actually as well, over particularly over this week, we've got a, here in Victoria, we've had a whole bunch of new cases, as I think you're you living under a rock if you didn't know that. Um, we've had some really interesting restrictions happen and I think one of the big things that has occurred actually over all of this is that we've found a lot of us, me included, uh, not today and only for a short period of time because I know how to change it, but found ourselves in this kind of like vortex of feeling like we're spinning out of control. And I suppose that, that one of the things with this is that, you know, we, we've got all of a sudden we've had, like, I feel like we were, uh, like we were making progress and like things were going okay. And then it's like, poof, actually, you know, there's all of this other stuff that we need to deal with. And, and it hasn't quite gone away. I think the way that we all thought that or, or had, you know, had really, really hoped that it would. Good morning, Carmen. 
Welcome to the coffee run. What are you celebrating? I hope you're celebrating a snow trip uh, amidst the, the drama of the week. So the, the thing that I thought I would share with you today are three really simple steps that you can take to uh, really become, I guess, like, um, like resilient is not the word that I'm looking for because I know that you guys are really resilient and are you really amazing. Um, but I also know that anxiety levels have really kind of crept up and a lot of people feel like they've got no freaking control. And um, I like I just I feel like I really need to help you with that. So I'm, I'm going to share some things, three steps, really kind of simple. Um, and we're going to go through that and then you can do what you want. Also, when I, before I go through that, I also wanted to remind you that in case you missed it, the SOAR Collective is open and ready for your enrollment pleasure. And the thing that I, I was thinking about with this, and, and we'll come back to the three steps of what you need to do to, to you know, survive the clusterfuck that is going on right now. Um, the, the reason that I built the SOAR Collective was because I really feel like so many of you have and you, what you've told me is that you want a really clear focus. You want to know, all right, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. I don't want to land in the same spot that, that you did uh, in the, you know, in the first three months. Hey, Jeanette, in the first three months of the whole COVID thing, and you want to feel like you've got a cheer, a cheer squad that you can get out there and you can do it and, and you can really ramp up these next 90 days. So if you are wanting to create an online program, if you're wanting to put your create a personal brand, if you're wanting to leverage out of a bricks and mortar business and build some stuff in, in your own in your own name, if you're really wanting to do anything that involves you being more visible, stepping to the spotlight, things like that, the Saw Collective, you can't go past it. It is it's insanely priced. Three months, we're all going to hang out together. There's a, a weekly mastermind call slash training call. There's a combo of hot seats and, and all of the amazing stuff in there. There are also some really good bonuses for the first 10. And we've had a couple of those snapped up before we'd even been open for like 12 hours or something. So jump on that. Let me know when you're in there. Huge welcome to Kate and Jessica for joining in on that yesterday. So excited to host you. Um, there's a maximum of 30 people in that. So Soul Collective, the, the comments are in the, um, the link is in the comments with a bit of stuff in there. So check that out and I can't wait to rock on over the next three months. So how do you dance with this whole thing, this whole COVID thing, rather than allowing, and, and anything that's going on in your world actually, if you feel like, if you've ever felt like I've felt in the past where you know, it's like something happens and then something else happens and then something else happens and then something else happens and you end up in this, you know, spinning vortex of just craziness. It can feel insurmountable. And I think what happens from what I've noticed and from what I've heard of my clients, what, what they'll say to me is like they, they, they're, they're worried and stressed and, and, and whatever. And then they, they get worried about being worried and stressed and then that stacks in and then all of a sudden, <coughs> excuse me, all of a sudden we need to sneeze, excuse me, all of a sudden this overwhelm gets fed with more overwhelm, which gets fed with more overwhelm, which gets fed with more anxiety, which gets fed with uh, more stress, which gets fed with more overwhelm, and that leads to procrastination, it leads to things not working, it leads to our brain not functioning. So here's what's actually going on. 
we've got some parts of our brain that, that operate on, on autopilot and that are designed to protect us, right? You know this to, to be like fight or flight, fight, flight or freeze. So if you're confronted by a big bear, your instincts will, will kick in. Now, I have a funny story, funny, not funny story to tell you about what happened in Ballarat on the weekend. So we were staying in this house and it's usually used as, you know, those, um, you know, the, the, like the houses that get used for uni students and stuff. So they, they've got like a, it's just like a normal house, but each bedroom has a lock on the door and their own desk and, and things like that in there. So it was like, um, like a, like a share house, I suppose, but you know, let out, which we didn't know at the time is the whole story about how we ended up there as well. But we're in this house and my, we'd been to Ballarat with my sister and brother-in-law and my sister-in-law and my brother-in-law and their kids, my niece and nephew. And so we're all kind of hanging out in the house on Saturday night, Sunday night, playing cards. We're playing rummy. And I think I might've been losing that night after winning the night before four games in a row, like didn't even know how to play the game. Yes. My winning streak did not continue into Sunday, but that's okay. That's not part of the story. We're talking about fight, flight, or freeze. So the, they were all sitting around the table, and I had to go. So at nine o'clock at night, I was so hungry, so I'd made myself a protein smoothie. I'm standing in the kitchen, and my sister-in-law said, um, "Like, why? Why are the girls outside? Like, why are they outside the front door?" And I was like, mm, "That's really weird." And it sounded like someone was walking up the hallway with gumboots on. And my niece happened to have gumboots with her this particular weekend. And so I kind of like looked around. I'm like, what are you guys doing? And I was like looking down at the ground because I was looking to see what shoes she had on. And there's this guy in the hallway, like like just at the hallway door, ready to walk into the kitchen, like just, like just there. And I'm just like, can I help you? <laughs> Imagine talking to an intruder. Like, imagine this intruder coming into your house and you're like, can I help you? Uh, it was so weird. I could see it looked like he was like a, a worker or a gas worker was, or, or like a construction worker kind of guy like in high vis. I was so confused. I'm like, can I, can I help you? And he said very quickly, oh, I'm security. But he'd walk down the this whole hallway that might have been like, I don't know, 10 meters long to land in our kitchen area, didn't knock on the door, didn't press the doorbell, didn't make any sound, you guys, as he, can you imagine this? There was no sound, no conversation, no, hey, is anyone home? Uh, like nothing as he's walking up the hallway and I'm just like, can I help you? My, my brain kind of stopped working and I was in complete shock and I was just like, like literally, you know, how can I help you? And uh, he said, oh, I'm security and this and that. I said, I'm sorry, like, I don't understand why you're in the house. My sister-in-law is starting, like, she's, she's commenting in the background. She's still sitting at the kitchen table. My husband and brother-in-law are still sitting at the kitchen table. I'm standing there, like, stopping him from walking any further into the house. I'm like, why, why are you in the house? I don't understand why you're in the house. And he's like, security, blah, blah, blah. Every night between 8 and 9 o'clock at night, we come through and I said, no, I'm sorry, we're, we're privately renting this house. You don't just walk in, like you didn't knock, you didn't ring the doorbell, you didn't even talk as you're coming up the hallway. Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't understand what is going on here. It was like I was in an alternate universe or something. It was so weird. And and so he's like, oh, you know, he started losing his words and, and then he, he said, hang on a second, <sighs> stopped. And then he got his words back again. And I said, 
I'd, I'd like you to leave, please. And he's like, blah, blah, blah. I said, no, no, I'd like you to leave, please. Blah, blah, blah. Like now. And so then Dom got up, my husband got up behind me and then we like walked him off down the hallway and out the door. But what was really interesting after he'd left, I'd said to Dom, I said, I don't remember anything that I even said really. And I, and I still don't really remember anything that I, that I said. It was like this fight, flight or freeze thing happened. My brain stopped working and I was just like, I just stood in between my family, like him and my family, like they're all back here and I'm like standing there. And I think this is the thing that we forget when we're anxious or overwhelmed that that same thing can happen with our brains. It just stops, it, it shuts off. And, and it's really hard to think critically. It's really hard to think logically. And we go into survival mode. So what we need to do, if you feel like you're getting overwhelmed or panicked or, and, and, I've, and I felt like this, uh, you know, not even in that particular situation only, but in various times through the weeks and, and over the months and over the years that I've been doing this, is like anxiety kind of presents itself in, in different ways. Hi, Ainsley. And I think the first thing that you've got to do is really try to be, consciously aware and program yourself to be consciously aware if you are going into overwhelm and and stress to be able to identify it really quickly and then what you need to do is break the circuit so this poor guy one of the things that he did is he didn't know what was going on obviously he didn't get the the, the notification that we were there or you know whatever the case might have been I don't know but uh, like what he did he said oh hang on a second stopped took a breath and he was then able to speak. And that's something that if you know that you're kind of spinning out of control, it's really important that you that you know how to break the circuit, right? So breaking the circuit is step two. So step one is about being aware. Step two is breaking the circuit. So you can break the circuit with just being consciously aware. You can break the circuit. Somebody suggested today having a, a cold glass of water can just kind of like break that cycle of, of, of overwhelm and, and worrying and stressing. The other thing that you can do with breaking the circuit is turn your fucking phone off. <laughs> Not yet. Let, let, let me finish talking first. But just, you know, turn, turn, your, turn the news off, turn your stuff off. And then the next thing... Is, is going, okay, making that conscious decision of really going, if you're, if you imagine that you're focusing over here, right, at this 45 degree angle, and all you need to do is go, all right, I'm going to shift my focus to over here. It's about going, all right, what can I do? What can I actually do now? So step one, I'm going to put this into the comments for you because I think this will help. Step one is being aware. Step two is breaking the circuit. And step three is shifting your focus. Overwhelm gets worse, right, when, you're, um, when you don't do anything about it, yeah, or if you don't take an action or if you don't take a step. So you've really got to shift that focus and go, all right, well, what can I do now? What is, what is one thing that I can do right now? Just one thing. You might have a list of a thousand things that you need to do, a thousand things. If you're going to launch a new course or if you're going to launch a live stream and you haven't done one before, if you're going to go and write a blog, if you're going to do any of that stuff where, where you're, you're now going to get out there and help the people, you know, it, it's, there, there's so many steps to all of that. So instead of thinking about all of that, just go, all right, shift my focus. What is the next best step that I can take? What is the next required action that I can take in order to take just one step forward? Now, for me, if I'm if I'm in this moment, um, for example, like being um, like overwhelmed and anxious and all of that kind of thing, 
I will go to my journal, my trusty journal that I do all of the things in. And the reason that I do that is I'll go, all right, well, what's my next required action? Sometimes it's still, I can be in a really heightened state, not in a, um, and it's not a resourceful heightened state, right? You know how sometimes like if you're really excited and really pumped and pumped and just like, yeah, 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 like this is, this is amazing, it's going to be awesome. You know, that's one type of heightened state. The, the other heightened state is where you're just like, oh my God, like I'm, I'm fucking out of control. You know, I've sat here scrolling on Facebook for the last three hours and I haven't freaking done anything and I keep complaining about having no time. Oh my God, I'm such a loser. You know, I should have my shit together. I should know how to do this. Why can't I do this? You know, fucking rah, 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 rah. That is unresourceful heightened states. So what we want to do is, is shift that over there. So the next required action that I usually prescribe to people is go to your journal and in there, what you want to really think about, in my opinion, is, is shifting. This is how we can shift your focus and really realign to what you want. So it's about going, all right, well, who do I want to be? How am I being? If you have got everything that you say that you want, and if you are calm, collected, and you're just, you know, you can, you can still be... Um, you can still be in a really cool flow like state in a and and be moving and and things like that while while being calm and still feeling really grounded you know and i think that the cool thing with your journaling is that when you're unpacking some of this stuff and you're kind of like all right well what do the people need to hear today you know what can i share what can i talk about what what do i think would be really helpful then you you're shifting your focus from you and being really overwhelmed and being really stressed to going, all right, well, I know that my audience is probably feeling really overwhelmed and feeling really stressed and perhaps feeling a bit anxious. What can I say today to help them? You know, and it might not relate exactly to what you sell, right? But if it's helpful, it will be helpful. And that's kind of the point. So I have got an artist client at the moment. She produces her own art. Crazy amazing, really, you know, super creative, really clever. And um, she's actually in contentology. And one of the things that she said, she said to me the other day, she actually said to me yesterday, she said, Nicola. I said, yes. And she goes, I saw it because I said, like, what are you celebrating? And uh, which is another way to break your circuit, actually. I said, what are you celebrating? And she said, oh, I don't know. And, you know, she was kind of a bit, um, we're having this big conversation. And I said, yeah, okay, but what are you celebrating? She goes, well, I sold two pieces of art. I said, that's awesome right that is so awesome hi kate and um like the thing with this that i really loved about this hey shan was that she said you know i one of these people that bought bought because i i put something up that was just like a stupid post like it wasn't anything to do with anything it was just this random post that i put up and i said that's really great she said that was the thing that pushed that person over over the over the buy now button, like over the, over the edge, didn't push them over the edge, but you know, made them, that was the thing. That was the thing that created the impetus to get them to buy. And it had nothing to do with her art. It was like a family, a family post or something that she'd put up. I can't remember, but it didn't necessarily have something to do with what she was selling and she made a sale anyway. And so I guess my point here is that while you're while you're journaling and if you're getting through this and you're, you're working through the stuff that's coming up and you're asking yourself, you know, does this need to be real? Does it need to be true? Uh, does it have to be real? Does it have to be true? 
you know, if you're thinking about what you're worried about and the worst case scenarios, which is usually what happens when you're in this vortex of overwhelm, it's you're thinking about all the shit that's going to go wrong, right? It's like, oh, well, what if nobody buys? What if this doesn't happen? What if nobody signs up? What if this, what if the technology doesn't work? You know, what if, what if, what if? Like that feeds that. So instead of focusing on that, we go over to, all right, well, you know, shift your focus being uh, point number three, shifting your focus. Then, all right, well, what do the people need to hear? How do they need to be helped? What can I do today? Is it about, um, you know, how can you motivate, inspire them? How can you share with them something about you that they were just like, wow, I had no idea. I shared with, with my client, with a client yesterday, you know what I'm talking about, overwhelm and anxiety. And I said, you know, these are the kinds of things that I work through. And she said, do you, what, do you, do you get this as well? I said, yeah. Like, did you guys not know that I deal with anxiety um, on a, not on a regular basis, but on a, you know, a semi-regular basis? Did you, like, I think, I, I think I've made that quite, I think I talk about that a lot. Um, it's a lot less than what it ever used to be. And I think part of the reason for that is because I follow these four steps, right? Actually, probably five steps because now, now it's a five-step process, not a three-step process like I told you at the start. So the five-step process, just so that you're all, so that you all have it, I'll pop, pop it in here. Hang on a second. Ba, 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 ba. Is that break, is that being aware, break the circuit, shift your focus. I do this really quickly now. Right, right, what's the next required action? Okay, cool, I've got to do that. All right, or I'll journal. And then the next required action, those four and five tends to, that, that can, those two steps can kind of uh, switch around. Doesn't matter which way it happens, but the other ones need to kind of happen in those, in that, in that order. And I think the thing for me, hi Gerda, is that the, you know, when I'm, when I work, this is the thing that I work through, like I'll, I'll use this all the time. And it's even at the, at a hint, which ties in with number one, even at a hint of, of anxiety kicking in, even at a hint of worry coming in, it's like, well, you know what? I can't control that. So how can I break the circuit? Step into being grateful, uh, celebrating something, really thinking about that kind of stuff. And then I'm able to shift my focus, do my journaling, and then get into the next required action. I really believe that these five steps will get you through and serve you through almost anything that comes up that knocks you about a, even a little bit or a lot. I can pretty close to guarantee it. Uh, there are some of these stages that you might need help, right? So I was talking with my mentor earlier this week and, and I said, you know, this is what's going on. You know, what, what do you think? And she's like, well, you know, just do this, this and this. You know, maybe think about this. And I've just gone, oh, yeah, that, you know, I knew that. <laughs> but sometimes we can't see, even though we're super self-aware, sometimes we can't see the forest for the trees, right? That That's a pretty normal thing. That's why we have mentors. That's why we have coaches. It's why we have people on our team to call us out on our shit so that we're, um, so that we're able to keep moving through really quickly. So there will be times where you need other people within these five steps to really kind of help you progress and move forward. It's why I exist, right? This is the kinds of things that I do for my people. Incidentally, these are some of the kinds of things that we'll also be doing in the Saw Collective each week, which is really fun. So there you go, my friends. That is our live stream for today. If you have any questions about this or anything else, please, please make sure you let me know. I would very much love to see you in the Saw Collective. Um, 
insanely affordable. Uh, I used my journal to actually write this up and it's really funny because sometimes I'm just like, really? Because I think like the, the entry level, hi Evie, happy Friday. I think the entry level is like $330 odd a month. And it's like, really? Is that really for weekly calls and for a hot seat and for, you know, all of this, that, the other? Like, really? Is that really? <laughs> Is that really the price? And I get that, yes. And if it's aligned, it's like, okay, I'm going to follow it. I really, um, it's really a, it's a really big trusting in yourself thing, I think. And, and that's one of the things, I think that's one of the, the most amazing gifts that I could ever possibly give to you. It, which is not really me giving it to you, right? You, you get that. It's really you giving this to yourself. It's you having the ability to trust in yourself, the ability for you to go, you know what? I, I always make the right decisions. I always make the right choices. I'm never alone. I've always got people around me who can help. And, you know, that, that's actually why I, why I created this. So, and why I'm here. This is my job. This is what I do. How fucking lucky am I that I get to do this with you every freaking day. I am so blessed. So on that note, I'm going to leave you and love you and leave you to get back about your Friday. Happy Friday. Let me know what you are celebrating over the course of what's happened for you over the course of this week. There's got to be some huge things. I know that in the, in the clusterfuck of shitness of, of all the things that we can't control, there's a whole lot of shit going on. But what are you celebrating? What's really great and amazing in your world? Um, I'd love to hear it. So Get out there, go help some people, have a whole ton of fun doing it. And remember everybody, the world is ready for your brand of awesome. I will see you, if not before, I will see you on Monday. Bye.